0: Hi, it's John Gis. And I'm Didi Dee Dee Brown. And welcome to part one of a special throwback episode of Black on the Scene, a show about our love for all things black entertainment.
1: We're going to take it back a bit earlier in the year to give some well-deserved flowers to all the amazing Black Oscar nominees from Ma Rainey's Black Bottom to Soul and to Judas and the Black Messiah.
0: I can talk Oscars all day, every day. So this was an extremely fun conversation to have with you, Dee
1: Agreed, John. And if y'all haven't seen any of these films, we both strongly encourage you to take a moment to bask in the absolute beauty, the nuanced stories, and, of course, the fantastic performances of all the nominated films.
0: We hope you enjoyed this week's episode.
1: As we kick off our Oscar... Black movie discussion. Yeah, let's just make that this very clear.
0: Very very. You are.
1: Clear. You already told me I'm not allowed to talk about Nomadland. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there are rules to this. We are celebrating the vast nominees of Black creators and actors, and filmmakers, and it's, and it's an amazing year of content. Like I'm so, I'm so happy and excited. Like this is amazing. This is an amazing year. Like amazing, amazing year. <laughs>
1: I mean, for it to be such a you-know-what show um, (laughs) last year regarding movies not opening, um, I didn't open a single movie at my very new job at the studio that I work for. And one of the performances in which we are going to discuss is from one of the movies I would have been opening and also celebrating the Oscar win of the actress. Which we'll get to.
0: Which we'll get to. I'm like, <laughs> nodding my head. Okay, okay.
1: <laughs> or we could just kick it off right now with it.
0: Yeah. So just, you know, best actress.
1: Best actress. We've got our queen, our queen, Viola Davis.
0: Viola Davis. Ooh. Who
1: already has how many?
0: She has one. One one two 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 i'm sorry 2 i'm sorry i was gonna say she has
1: two two
0: two best supporting actresses for uh fences and for what was the other one she got for doubt no she didn't know she got nominated for Doubt. she didn't win she got nominated for doubt she got nominated for the help she won for fences does she just have i think she might just have one then we need to find
1: that
0: out we need to find that out yeah I normally know my Oscar trivia, like that's also very early in the morning. So my brain hasn't quite um, processed everything yet. Caught up yet? Yeah.
1: Um, so we've got her for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Yes. And as somebody who is from the South, as you are, yes. um, my family was really into the blues. I never was. Um, And I wish I had paid more attention at those family reunions when they were listening to Mm -hmm. the blues and just telling stories. And I was too busy being young and, you know, cool or, you know, whatever it was I was doing at those family reunions. But I really regret not paying more attention um, to the history, the oral history of our family and and the blues, of course. But that Ma Rainey's Black Bottom.
0: I tell you what.
1: First of all, let's give shout out, a shout out to August Wilson. Shout out to August Wilson, who is the premier Black, one of our premier Black playwrights, capturing, embodying those Black stories. Black. And I saw Fences on Broadway with Denzel and Viola, and it goes without saying, it was poetry in motion. There's something about Broadway. I'm a huge Broadway fan. Um, I've seen seen Denzel and a few other things. Um, I think that's the only thing I've ever seen violin on Broadway. Um, and I don't I, I don't go enough for somebody who has been in New York for 17, 18 years. Um, but shout out to August Wilson and his amazing legacy. I've seen a few of his other plays. Um, but Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, I mean, just visually, Cause is it nominated for any?
0: It's nominated for um, a few things.
1: Production design and
0: mm-hmm. they deserve
1: it. Mark Ricker, set decoration, um, Karen O'Hara and Diana Stoughton. I don't know who these people are. I don't know <laughs> if they're black or not, but I will say props to them. Props to them, costume
0: design. Like it was just, just amazing. And I mean, and, you know, shout out to August Wilson again, but also shout out to the director, the Black director, George, George C. C. Wolfe, who, who just, I mean, he did his thing on this movie. I absolutely love this movie. And I was so, like, this is one of those movies Like, I was just, when I when I heard about it being being produced and, and then it started to go into development and being uh, shot, I was so, so happy for it. Because I just love the words that August Wilson writes. Like, he writes such powerful, impactful, emotional words. Like, and I was like, oh my God, I can't Cause I've never, I had never seen the play. Like a lot of his works I had never seen mm-hmm. until, you know like I don't have the, the, the privilege of seeing it in, on Broadway. So when I saw Fences and I saw this, it's like, I just his words just do something to my life. And I, I really, really, really loved it. And I mean, Viola and Chadwick Boseman. I mean, it's just, the entire cast, honestly Glenn Thurman came ready to work. Coleman Domingo, like it was just—you know how
1: I feel about Coleman.
0: We love our Coleman.
1: He is the most—I'm not even going to say underrated, but we've seen him over the Mm -hmm. years in various roles, and lately he's getting more name recognition. Thankfully, but he is—I mean, you know his one of my favorite performances of his was. Um, if Bill Street could talk, mm-hmm. um, his—he's just such an elegant man. He's amazing in everything he does, and I would love to see him in more—you know—leading roles because I think he could easily carry a film. You know, um, but he's amazing. So our queen, Queen Viola.
0: Queen Viola. So I just looked. She. So she's only won one Oscar, and it was for Fences, Best Supporting Actress.
1: Right, but she got nominated. has
0: been nominated four times? <laughs> this is her fourth nomination.
1: I mean, I tell you what, there she's just unparalleled in everything that she does. Um, she's she literally is like acting poetry in mo- motion. She's our Meryl. I I I would say.
0: Yes, she's 100. Right?
1: I mean, I, yeah, you know, sometimes not I, that we I have, need a, not that we need exactly. A, yes,
0: yeah, right. but but yes. she is that. You got Denzel, you got Viola Davis. <laughs> you know what I mean? You got, those are just our- The king and you, queen. The king and queen. The, the masterclass of acting is within their work um, from being comedic to being emotional to, I mean, to it all. And I just, I, I think that that woman is fantastic. And if she wins best actress, she would only be the second black woman to have one best actress in Oscar history. Obviously my, my, my other queen who I love, Halle Berry, one uh, won mm-hmm. in 2001 for Monster's Ball. So I mean, this would be huge, historic, all of the above if she won, or if our other queen who you who you have a special place in your heart with. With Miss Andrew Day. So I mean, it it I listen, I'm rooting for everybody black on this. So everybody black. I, I want that to happen because like, and I think both of them are legit front runners
1: 100%. I think they
0: both can they both could do this and, and pull it out, which is Let's, which is amazing.
1: 100%. And listen, I'm not going to be mad if either of them wins. If either of them if both of them lose, I will be in my feelings about that. Yeah, 100%. I, even though I haven't watched all of the other actresses nominated, I have seen um Uh, the one Carrie Mulligan is in that it's escaping me right now. And I've seen Nomadland and I love Frances McDormand. I think she's brilliant in everything that she does. Um, She is, I mean, she's a queen just in and of herself and especially her Oscar speech a few years ago about that inclusion writer, which got everybody all together.
0: (laughs) Was that not just last year? What was that?
1: Two years ago? I don't think that was last year. I think oh, maybe it was a couple two years, years ago. ago. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And and I can't remember for for what role, but um, I will say uh, Andra in the United States versus Billy Holiday, first major acting role, the 40 pound 30 to 40 pound weight loss, the smoking, the singing in a voice that's not hers which I didn't understand. And just a little background is this is the movie.
0: Give us some some intel, Aditi, give us some intel. Well,
1: (laughs) this is the movie that um, I worked on uh, probably for like six months before it went to streaming. And and when I say I worked on that, I worked on it with a team of people at the company that I work for and-
0: Handing up the national publicity campaign for it.
1: Yes. Let the, people, um, let the people know, honey. Let the people know who you are, DD. Let the people know. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that is hilarious. Um, you know, I, I certainly feel like, and, and what people don't know just in general, and it's, again, another topic we'll dive into, that movie marketing is such a collective effort. It's no one person can take credit, and, and movie making in general is a collaborative process, right? Super collaborative. Everybody plays a very integral role in getting that movie made and certainly the actors and actresses that pour their heart and souls into roles and Andrew poured every bit of herself into this role and for it to be her first out the gate playing her icon a woman I think that doesn't always get her due and a lot of us don't know a lot about so it's very ironic that she and Viola are up for these two iconic black women who were trailblazers in their field, very similar fields, but very different sounds, right? right. right. I almost would love to see like if if, if King August could write a, a, a play about, you know, Ma Rainey and uh, Billie Holiday meeting and what yeah. that, you know, yeah. sort of like the, The 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 and maybe they did at some point because Ma Rainey definitely precedes Billy by a bit, but they were at some point, I believe, if I understand my timing right, contemporaries. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and blazing trails in very similar ways, right? Very similar ways. Um, affluent black women at that time, um, during this time, um flaunting their wealth in a way like that was one of the things I learned about Billie Holiday through Lee Daniels and United States versus Billie Holiday um, was that she was obviously super stylish and 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 in a way I, I guess flamboyant and bold and and that wasn't something black women were really allowed to be yeah with her furs, her she was also bisexual, mm-hmm. um, and as we know, Ma Rainey was also. Well, I was gonna I say think there was a lot of
0: a lot of parallels between the two women yes. that I found. I yes. to be So fascinating, and I, I, I love when I learn something new when I watch something. Um, and I think that I think back to just the the millions of people who are going to now say, "Oh, I'm gonna learn more about these women," and then start going down a tunnel of just. Taking in content and things like that because last time we 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 saw Billie Holiday on on screen, it's been a minute in terms of you know a depiction of her. It's um, Lady Sings the Blues. So one and, of my all time favorites. And exactly, and that's such a and that's such from a certain POV of her as well. You know what I mean? And this one is, is from a definitely a very uh, certain POV from her from from like later in her life. And I just, I just found that those those angles for both of those women to be so fascinating, um, again, because it opens up so much to learn more about them and their career. And those Viola, Andra, they played them. They they embodied, they embodied. Those women in, in such magical ways. Like it just, it that is, again, that is acting. And Andra for her first time, go it, girl.
1: Yes. And I will say about um, the movie as well, and I had the just immense pleasure of being able to have a a few conversations with Lee Daniels about the movie. And Lee was like, this is for Black women. I want her to be celebrated. I want Black women to be celebrated. Um, And we know he has a magical touch with Black female actresses, right? in all the roles that, um, the movies that he's had a hand in. yeah, I mean, Monique for Precious. Uh, to ro- and by the way, what's so interesting about his sort of magical touch, um, and I, I I like to call him the queen maker in a way, is that, a- several of the black women that he's worked with already had really amazing careers. Taraji had an amazing career and was uh, uh, working, had been in the business for a long time before she landed the role in Empire. Mm-hmm. But that Lee Daniels project put her over the top, yeah. right? And I'm not giving him the credit because she's been doing all the work, right? Right. But it, he gave her the vehicle to shine, mm-hmm. to shine and explore and just, be seen in a totally different way. Same with Monique, we all have known Monique over the years as being the um, you know, hilarious comic that she is. Um, again, he did not make her in any way, shape or form, but he gave her the opportunity to be seen in a different way, right, a right. serious actress, and she got that Oscar. Not that that's the end all or be all, we shouldn't be measuring the success of I think our roles in movies by the Oscar standard cuz certainly we have our own measure of that the NAACP awards the AFCO awards you know we have our own way of recognizing our talent and that's every bit and maybe even more relevant than than the blessing of the Oscars because we've been overlooked in so many different ways and categories and And I will say, uh, who's the other one? Um, So it was Taraji, Monique, of course, Hallie, but he was producing from Monsters on that Ball. So he helped get that vehicle together. And Gabrielle Sidibe in like, and look at her. She is just, you know, quite the uh, acting world darling. and, And she just ushered in a whole different conversation about, so many different things, you know who we're, you know who we're revering on screen, uh, Black Beauty. What's and she continues to push those conversations. Yeah. Um, but back to Andrew for one second, and and the United States versus Billie Holiday. Andrew was the only part of the movie that was nominated, but I will say the movie is rich in costume design, the costume design and makeup. Are otherworldly, otherworldly. If you love fashion and vintage fashion the way I do, you could see it for that. And the music, you know, I find myself listening to Billie Holiday now, you know, in 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 my downtime, and just being transported back to. It was a tough time, but it was also really a magical and very glamorous time in the world of like.
0: And i was just like, can yeah. We just can we also just just take a moment of. Praise for Mr. Trevante Rhodes of um, just his presence in the movie. It just, it's just, it's just great acting as well as just great to look at as well. So, I mean, kudos to you Lee Daniels for knowing how to cast, uh, because I, I, and I think they had such great chemistry and I was, you know, not no, no spoilers, but you know, they, the, their characters had a relationship and it was a very complicated relationship um that I found to be that I didn't even know about. It. I found that to be that aspect of the story to be extremely fascinating of uh, just that trajectory of beginning to end to beginnings again, to ending again. <laughs> like it was just very it was very complex. Um, and, and that was a part of her life that I was very unfamiliar with um, and loved that I learned a little bit more about that
1: very complex. and you know her life was fraught with so many challenges, and that she was able i mean and 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 I think that this is true for any black person then and and even now uh certainly we don't have it as hard as they did um but it was fraught with so many challenges of of which racism is a an incredible part of that, um especially in the Jim Crow South where ma Rainey was um And I don't even know if Jim Crow, yeah, I think that was the actual technical time of of like, racism was just rampant. And uh, as it is now, that's a whole nother conversation. Um, And so again, I think that Either one, if there was a way I could give them both an Oscar, I would yeah, yeah. Um, so, and, I, so- and I really wish there was there was a way that this didn't have to be a competition because even the other actresses that they're up against did their thing in their own vehicles, right in yeah. their own movies. And I've often wondered why do they have to be pitted against each other? Could we not just celebrate these four or five amazing performances? in a way, do you know, do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I see what you're saying,
0: but that's also another conversation because it's like, well, then what about the other four or five, 10, 15 performances that me and you probably could think of that we consider great too, that are not considered in this thousand
1: percent. You know what I mean? So it's like, who, done. maybe that's what we'll do here at our, unnamed podcast. Yeah. Legit. Is- yeah. Legit. Cause I, I've always sort of thought that like it's, it's not always comparing to me apples to apples. Yeah. Literally apples to pineapples, to oranges, to pears. Like it's not all, and I, I just like in, in the process of having an, I, I get it and I get the sort of meaning behind it. But truthfully, if you are in, if you're doing this kind of work, on that level, you just deserve the recognition of putting yourself in those vulnerable spaces. And I know we're only talking black, but like I saw Kerry Mulligan's movie.
0: Is it Promising Young young
1: Woman? Yes, thank you. As we move on to the other um, Oscar nominations, that brings us to best picture of the year. And speaking of Kings.
0: Yes. <laughs> speaking of Kings.
1: P- pun intended.
0: <laughs> Judas and the Black Messiah. I mean, uh, I I mean, I, uh, so Ryan Coogler produced it. Charles King from Macro. Shaka King directed and produced it as well. I mean, hands down, one of my favorite movies of the year. Probably one of, the, probably one of my favorites in the last five or 10 years. I mean, I watched that movie maybe five times since I've, since it was released.
1: I did and, not know that.
0: And as, yeah, it's just, I don't know, I, I was, you know, I'm a little bit of a closeted history buff and I love learning about Black history in all of its form. And from the good, the bad, and the ugly, and i just thought I just thought Fred Hampton's story, and I was very familiar with it as well. um so i was I, I was I didn't go into completely blind, but again, watching that film, and where I know people who were not familiar with his story, his life, how he died, unfortunately, how he was murdered, um, and in watching that, they were like, "Oh my God, like they were like taken aback by that, and I was like, that's, again, opening up a door to learn more about that, the Black Panther Party and its importance in Black culture at that time and, and his legacy. And I just, I, I loved it for that aspect of it. And then, you know, obviously Daniel and, and, and Lakeith who both are nominated for Best Supporting Actor. I mean, they they went there with the, with the assignment and completed it with straight A's. Like it was, they both put in so much amazing work into their performances of of really embodying those characters and I just it's it's you feel you literally feel empathy like I'm like oh my god I want him to live oh my god I don't want him to turn to me I don't I like I'm like knowing what's going to happen but I'm like no don't make that don't I don't know like no like I just it was just it's such a fantastic story and that's what and that's what it's about like it's about kind of with 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 Andra and, and, and United States versus Billie Holiday and Judas the Black Messiah and Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, it's like these are all based on real people. Like I think that's something that's a narrative right there, right? And I think that's such a, um, a such a magical narrative to kind of just see such diverse depictions uh, across history of the Black experience, and I think that's that's. I don't know, I just, that brings me so much joy inside.
1: Well, also the fact that we're telling these stories. Yes. <laughs> you, you've got that Hollywood Reporter cover of mm-hmm. Shaka, Charles and Ryan. I was like, again, representation matters.
0: Yeah, seeing right? that matters.
1: Seeing them, and they were beautifully shot by, I can't think of the name of the photographers, but Black photographers, seeing the thoughtfulness that went into that and how they were positioned, power stances, The it was shot in, I believe that was Black and white, um, was also really, really profound. And I think that maybe that's why these stories are so enriching and so good, right? Yeah. We're able to tell our own stories in our own way. And if you haven't read the Hollywood Reporter article, it's super interesting for to talk about them trying to make this movie mm-hmm. as always, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I do think that having, being able to have a window into that gives you a greater appreciation. And I hope that that story travels and their stories because I, I, I've heard them talk about it in other places. And certainly I wish we had more outlets and our, and, and opportunities for um, our stories to come out. We have very few black owned outlets um, but I'm glad the story's out there. So the movie and its storytelling and how it transported you back to that time. And let's just talk about, uh, what is her name? Dominique Fishback. Fish. Mm -hmm. Fish that. Yeah, and I also love that like everybody in the movie, it wasn't, I've seen a lot of those actors before but I couldn't have necessarily called them by name. So I love the fact that these are new fresh faces also being a part of this very important ensemble cast so my money's on like Judas and the Black Messiah um I can't wait for it to take home the best motion picture of the year yes and can we I mean you know it's a little bit on the sad side that Daniel and Lakeith are up against each other for best supporting actor um Lakeith is a brilliant brilliant actor he really knows how to get just in there to the yeah you know and his yeah. star is 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 of course rising in 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 hollywood um i've had the opportunity to work with him on a couple of movies so i, I hope he keeps shining and i gotta tell you that daniel Kalu- kaluuya holy smokes <laughs> he is literally otherworldly yeah. and And it feels like everything that he does, I'm still laughing at his SNL appearance, his comedic timing. mm -hmm. And you've had the pleasure of working with him um, on- uh, Tween
0: and Slim.
1: On Tween and Slim. Yeah.
0: A little bit on Get Out.
1: out? Yeah, and a little bit with him on Get
0: Out. Mm -hmm. And- I mean, spill
1: some tea. Talk about <laughs>
0: you know, D- Daniel is great. I mean, he's fantastic, and I, you know, we both went to the BET Hip Hop Awards together. And Daniel, um, there, which were in Atlanta, and, and luckily Daniel was actually shooting Judas at the same time, um, and was like, "I would love to go to Atlanta to the Hip Hop Awards and present." And come to find out, he's a big hip hop fan, and we and we were there the entire four or five hours of the show, and he's sitting there enjoying it, and it was it was a. He's just a great, he's a great energy. He's, he's fantastic. He's, he's a hard worker um, and he is just a nice human being and uh, appreciative of, of, of everything. So I, I love when I see that he is continuing to shine. I am completely rooting for him. He's, he has been the front runner this award season for best supporting actor. And taking everything home. Um, so I am extremely happy for him and uh, looking forward to working with him again on, on some more projects, hopefully. So I I can't wait to see this. Hopefully they sweep because they've been not, I think Judas Black I was nominated, I think six or seven categories or six and seven times. And I think that's that's amazing. Like I'm really hope, really shooting for them to to take, if not all, most of those nominations. Cause they that take been, them
1: all. Take,
0: Take them all. all. Take them
1: okay. all. Um, Especially
0: screenplay, so best picture, actor, cinematography.
1: cinematography I mean, her from music. The
0: Yes, like I mean, that all song. of them. Yes, that song is amazing.
1: First of all, okay, so we. I'm not like big into music. I probably haven't bought an album, sad to say, since the early 2000s. Um, no one has. But, <laughs> Right, because you can stream it. But right. I, I have to give a shout out to her. Um, for the fight for you, it was that, it, it just transported me, which is what all of this content oh, is meant yeah. to do. And yeah. it was it literally like, I'm just gonna go ahead and give them the clapping, up, you know, for if I had some flowers to throw out yes. for, for them, I would. Um, and certainly for all of all of our sisters and brothers up for, um, up for, uh, and I want to
0: say too, we so just to remind you, so we have it on record, we have to when they do win, we have to send Charles and his lovely wife, who we love, Stacey King, some some flowers, some champs, something of a.
1: Speaking of queens, speaking of queens, yes, Stacey Walker.
0: <laughs> we oh love our Stacey. Goodness,
1: <laughs> well, those, those listening,
0: women. Stacey is is Charles's amazing wife, uh, mother to their two wonderful kids. And she's my versus uh, battle buddy. And we go, to, we go, I go to her house and we watch versus together and always have a great time. So she is near and dear to our hearts. And, uh, and I'm literally
1: just, one of the funniest people. I've one ever of the ever
0: funniest, seen. but hardest working, just go get her that there is. And I mean, I remember, remember when you first met her, we were at um, Howard University. And we went to we went we had dinner or we were had cocktails or something and then it just like we got work aside and we just started talking about life and love and everything else in between for like three four hours and it just was three fantastic.
1: four hours and several cocktails <laughs>
0: several mm-hmm. cocktails it was so great so we love you Charles we love you Stevie congrats we love you King King family, <laughs> King family. Um we so gotta talk about we our gotta other talk queen. about another queen my girl. Woo! first of all one night in miami regina king who is very near and dear to both our hearts because we grew up on her
1: which is not fair because i'm older than her and i'm like what am i doing with my life brenda is killing it,
0: brenda is killing it. i mean and you know and she looks good doing just it. Amazing! Amazing! And <laughs> she, you know, I've I've actually met her a few times.
1: Oh
0: god! And she just is the warmest, so thoughtful, warm. appreciative woman. I've like one of the nicest women of women I've ever met. Like it's just she just has this energy about her that, and I'm just like, it's give great. her all the flowers now. Like she is all this. the
1: flowers.
0: Just think about it, Didi. Like who who else? has been working as hard as since she was what, eight, 10, however old she was, had the career she's had in terms of being an actress, being a writer. TV film. TV film, directing TV, now directing her first feature.
1: Action hero in The Watchmen at 47,
0: 48? Yes. I mean, it's it's un, it's unheard of and it's, it's like that's the career people want like that. like directing episodes of Insecure. you know what I mean like she's just doing it all. and I am here for it all as well. Here for it all. That's <laughs> already won just... an Oscar for the Bill Street catalog, and you know which which I love that. you know I lo- love her character. love that film. Barry Jenkins, that's kudos true. to you. Um, it's just, it's just magical. And I just, I love it. I
1: love it all. She's magical. She's otherworldly. Um, and, and this movie, watching this movie four black men, iconic black men, Mm -hmm. powerful with very sort of diverging points of view. So Muhammad Ali. Yeah. Malcolm X, Sam Cooke and Jim Brown. Yeah. And when you think about their respective bodies of work and what they meant to us and what they meant to the advancement of black people and how they advanced us in their own ways, them coming together in this in this movie based on something that actually happened mm-hmm. and then kind of elaborating on what those conversations would have been like and i got to tell you the casting in this it was,
0: it was magical it was i mean
1: i have goosebumps right now thinking about how this was cast and i wish i i wish i had looked up who did the casting um it was probably oh my god I'm gonna have to start doing notes, note cards. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Cause I wanna be, I wanna be able to shout out these people because again, it's a very collaborative process.
0: Right, it is.
1: And and they oh my gosh, the casting was just amazing. Four powerful black men having these really important and challenging conversations, especially yeah. at that time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so we've got for Best Supporting Actor, Leslie Odom Jr.
0: Yes, who, I mean, I I I love him, first of all. <laughs> so when he, like, he's just, he's such a, a bright, shining star that I'm just like, I can't wait for that to just continue to grow and grow, but he did so well with Sam Cooke. Like, it was like eerie how much they just, he embodied him. Like, I'm like, you sound like him, you look like him. Like, it just was like, What's going on here? Like it was so so good. So he, another three black men are nominated Best Supporting Actor. That is a. That's why
1: I want them all. They all deserve. They all
0: deserve. That is a tough category.
1: It's a tough category, and they all did their thing. I'm I'm really I'm not kidding. Um, Leslie Odom Jr. Again, not an overnight success by any stretch of the imagination, yeah. but if you haven't seen any interviews on him, well, there's one in particular that was CBS Sunday Morning that was really mm. amazing. Um, and if you haven't seen the Sam Cooke documentary on Netflix, it is worth seeing because okay. Sam Cooke was a boss. He was all about owning his own masters and, and, and all the economic empowerment that Jay-Z, Diddy, everyone's, do, Master P, are mm. doing on the music side now. Sam was doing that then against all the horrible odds. Um, and it's, it, it, and of course, his death was very tragic and mysterious. Yeah. Um, and Leslie uh, singing Speak Now, mm. I listened to it over and over again after the movie, and I was just like, just bawling. It's, it's, and I don't know who Sam Ashworth is, but kudos to you, Sam Ashworth <laughs> for your music and lyrics with, with Leslie, because it, it was, it was, I'm emotional thinking about it. It was just such a beautiful song and literally just summed up the movie in the, in the right. best possible way right. and shout out, shout out to Aldous Hodge, who is also, I've had the opportunity to just work within a small way on uh, your movie. <laughs>
0: Invisible Man in Atlanta. Yes.
1: No, it was it was actually Invisible Man in, in New York for the screening that we did. Oh, yeah, you're right, the, you're right in Atlanta.
0: Yeah, you're right in New York. Yeah, at the Crosby. You can make it for, yes, yes, totally.
1: He was so lovely, gracious. Yes. Humble, hardworking, like all the things you would imagine. He's a super, super talented guy. Um, and of course, who are we forgetting? Um, Aldis oh the young the the young brother that uh played Muhammad Ali
0: um Eli Gorey
1: Eli Gorey
0: wow
1: this is talented
0: he did did fantastic
1: he was wonderful wonderful and I've seen him in a bunch of other stuff and I was Mm -hmm. like wow this kid's super talented I think he's Canadian I was like this kid's super talented he's amazing handsome like the whole nine I can't wait to see what he does next and then our British brother.
0: Yeah, it, the casting <laughs> was so fantastic, like it, it was amazing, so good. And, and directing, like, yeah, yeah. And then King Kingsley Benadire, who played Malcolm X, was like again just embodied that character, like and so well, mannerisms, tone, dialect, like it was so spot on, So like, spot on. It was fantastic.
1: He's a very talented brother too, obviously. That. Yeah, and I I loved him in High Fidelity. If you haven't seen that, I'm a big High Fidelity fan, and wish would had brought him. it back. Yeah, yeah, I really am, and I thought that he was wonderful in in that and everything I've really seen him in. He's had smaller roles, and I hope we can see bigger.
0: I, you think, know, this see him his... I think this is going to. I think this definitely is going to prepare all four men to like that leading man status of of, of the next roles. I I really feel that way, like. I'm really, really excited for that, and we also have to shout out the the man who wrote the words of this amazing film, Kim Powers, and you know who, Powers. Kim out. I mean, <laughs> and you know, for those who don't know, this was a play. One uh, Night in Miami is based on a play um, back in I think 2013, if I'm not mistaken. Of, uh, and he he adapted these words into screen into screen, and and now is nominated for an Oscar, uh, which is fantastic. So. Shout out to Kim Powers, shout out shout to out Regina, out, shout Kim. out Shout out to the shout unnamed out. casting director that we don't know because you did a great job. Shout yes. out to the four men, entire supporting cast, everyone. One Night in Miami.
1: Costume too, you. you know I'm Costume, all about the yes. costumes. But them suits, the
0: costumes. them suits, you know me.
1: I know you love slim suits. I was ready
0: suit. for them suits and that tailoring was, oh my God, it was so great.
1: Slim tie, the whole, the styling, Oh beautiful, beautiful. Um. Which brings us to, we, you know, we've got a few more to acknowledge, and I would kick that off with Animated, with, with Soul. Um, and I know you really love Soul.
0: I did. I loved it. I did. It. I really, really appreciated it. Um, you know, again, it's like, thinking back to what I grew up on, what did I see, what, what Disney film did I see myself in? There isn't anything, so so I just think back to like my God kids and like when they watch Soul, and they can they can have an appreciation for seeing themselves in some way. They can have appreciation for jazz music. They can have you know what I mean. They can have appreciation with also learning a life lesson. You know what I mean. So it's just like I I I thought it was I thought it was fantastic. I loved it. I thought Jamie was great. Like it's it's just a good, cute, feel good, emotional in the right way. Film to me, and I, I'm not surprised that it's nominated for Best Animated Feature of the Year from the Oscars because it was it was beautiful.
1: Um, it's also an achievement in music for uh, Trent Reznor, who we all know, Atticus Ross, and John Batiste. Uh, Batiste. Uh, yes. If anyone doesn't know Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross, they are killing it in the soundtrack movie business right now. Yes. Um, they they really really are the you're exactly right about the lessons cuz soul really gave me a lot to think about yeah exactly. and i i found my, i find myself always is someone who's like always trying to get someplace mm-hmm. if this happens in my life everything's going to change and i'm i will have arrived it's going to be magical and i know that i have and I'm trying to get much better about that is appreciating the place that you're in while you're there because that's your life, right? Um, you can't be living for one day.
0: Yes, correct.
1: <laughs> and it was just like that lesson really resonated with me. Um, so this movie was all almost as a lot of animated movies are really about the adults who watch it too, right? You have to right. bridge that to bri- yeah. super important gap of making it entertaining for kids but also the parents that watch with the kids. And much in the same way that, like, you know, the Toy Stories of the world do, which mm-hmm. that's one of my favorite animated movies and, um, you know, sort of of all times. Uh, and if you think it was bad for you growing up and I'm older than you, there was nothing. I got to watch Snow White. Yeah. Which is just wrong in multiple levels. <laughs> 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 and Cinderella.
0: You said it's wrong.
1: <laughs> we won't even get into the me too of it all we won't get into i movie, mean, there's, but... I mean
0: but there's a lot of problems in a lot of these uh, films i mean we won't have to go into those 100%. Things,
1: but... everything I mean, I, everything all the animated stuff i grew up on was racked with with uh racism sexism you you you, you name it and we didn't know right, any <laughs> Yeah.
0: Right. i mean you know and that's and that's yes 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 that, that's a whole nother conversation <laughs> it is it is a completely whole number conversation, but I want to talk, I want to talk about one thing too before we wrap up because you know I am probably the biggest Spike Lee stand in the world. Like I I love him. True that. Every, every time I every time I have an opportunity to to praise the type of representation I've seen from his films and how I've been able to relate and see myself in his films, I will I will grant that. So, universe, if you ever have an opportunity for me to meet him in person, I would love that. But Defy Bloods um a film that I loved um because my father was in Vietnam my father went to Vietnam and I grew up knowing my father's um army buddies as my uncles and like I just saw they were his buddies and they I grew I literally grew up with them seeing them so much having the reunions and everything else so I really really resonated with this story in a way especially uh the, the, Orlando and the um, uh, John DeMajor's character um, as father and son. And I, I just, I just, I find that this film was snubbed in so many ways from the, from award season in general. There's not enough conversation around it. I thought Delroy, who is an amazing actor, who is a amazing. frequent Spike Lee collaborator has, should have been nominated. Um, John the Majors is the next big thing. Um, if you haven't seen him in Lovecraft Country, Take a moment. If you have not seen him in The Five Bloods, take a moment. This man is working his butt off. And and just these other veterans, Clark Peters and Norm Lewis and Isaiah Whitlock Jr., like they are just people you've probably seen before. Oh my God, I've seen him. I've seen him. But they're Mm -hmm. such actors, actors. Like they're so great at what they do. They're not celebrities, they're not salacious. They are just someone who knows the assignment and they're there to complete it. And work. They do the work and I loved it. And also want to chat with Boseman's last films at Storm and Norman. I, 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 there were just so much raw emotion in that movie that it got nominated, I think, just for a um, achievement in music. Um, but I think it should have gotten nominated for so much more. I just think cinematography, I think writing, I think acting, I think it's best picture worthy. Um, and I think that's a really missed opportunity, especially, you um, you know, Spike won a few years ago with Black Klansmen, which is another one of my uh, good films I love. And I just feel like this was a missed opportunity to really give some props and credits in this film. I, I just, I think it's completely underrated.
1: I know. And you loved it out the gate. And I, I gate. just remember, I was like, wow, there's four older Black men together with this strong bond and relationship and they love each other and they're there for each other and and they've been through some things and, and, you know, I always think that when I just see older black men gathered period, right? It, of course it will bring you to thinking about your father, your aunts, yeah. I mean, your uncles and, and, and that. And I always kind of smile and, and silently give them the reverence for what they've been through, what they've seen, they're still living, you know, what they had to endure. And certainly this film gives a really great example of that. And of course, um, Chad's appearances in, in, in the movie, you appreciate them then, but of course we appreciate them so much more now. And we didn't obviously acknowledge his best actor um, nomination for Ma Rainey. He just and i think it distinctly because he is from the south he was yeah. able to really embody his character in and embody is the word for the uh for the podcast we're going to link a definition in the show notes embody <laughs> right <laughs> um he was really able to get into that character in a way that again black men from the south can do i think because they've lived those experiences Um, and I'm sure he's going to, to, I'm sure he's going to win. He's, I think, taken home all of the awards that, uh, he's, he's won all of the awards that I think he was nominated for. And his beautiful wife has been accepting on, on his behalf. So shout out to her for having the courage to do that. I'm sure it's like pulling off a, you know, Um, you know, just being, she's always, I'm sure, thinking about him and, and, and sad, but certainly that she can muster up the enormous amount of, of courage and, and, and grace to accept on his behalf in a way. And, and, and she just, you know, we, we, we don't know what she's feeling, but we can only imagine because we feel sad too, that he's not here. Right. Um, Well, John, you were right. It is a great Oscar season for Black creators. Um, we'd like to see more. We also have to, again, just say, being able to see us, whether they got, a, whether they got nominated or not. Oh, and we forgot the uh, documentaries that are also nominated.
0: Crypto well. con- uh, yes, a love song for Latasha. Best live action film, short film, and two and Strangers. I mean, it's a phenomenal year for recognizing black content. And you know, again, me, you and I are always here for that. And I I mean, I remember a time watching the Oscars every, what, four years ago. (laughs) The Oscar so white times? (laughs) Oscar so white, exactly. And and many times before where there were not us there or or nominated, you know what I mean? Or we got one nomination a year and we would have to be happy with that, you know what I mean? So gone are those days, luckily. And like the idea where the four acting categories potentially could be won by four people of color is... Not just people of color, Black people. Well, not for, but not only for Best Supporting Actress. There's no Black support.
1: Oh, right, 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 yeah. right, right.
0: But right, right. yes, yeah, so um, I, I find that to be so fulfilling. It's, it fulfills my heart and it gives me so much joy and hope that the industry is changing for the better, in, in my opinion. And obviously there's a been a really great... Um, the door is open in terms of bringing in more diverse members of the academy as well over the last few years. And knock on wood, hopefully you'll be one of those soon too. And you can, and myself as well, because I have goals of doing that. But I think that's where it starts at. You have to be able to have, a, have the conversations and have a, a diverse body of members to really... Find fulfillment in Judas and the Black Messiah. Find the message of Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. See the beauty in The Five Bloods. So you have to be able to connect with those pieces of art. Yes, as a filmmaker, but also, or as a film lover, but also just as a lover, as a, as a person of color, as a person who can just relate to the stories, relate to the narrative. So I'm extremely excited to watch the Oscars. Hopefully they're not gonna be four hours this year um, and we can, root for, we can root for everyone black that we went over. But I encourage everyone to just take a moment and, and watch these films, be touched by these films, connect with these films and your life will likely change from that.
1: 100%. Let's raise a glass.
0: Well, I think I drove all mine, but yes.
1: Oh my goodness, Uh, John. Well, I, we're raising, John is raising a little bit, bit. raise a glass (laughs) to these wonderful black actors, directors, writers, costume designers, uh, uh, musicians, uh, I I said writers. Cinematography,
0: everything. Cinematography,
1: we're raising a glass to you we salute you we see you we thank you keep making magic keep shining a beautiful warm bright light on us we have so many more stories to tell and a lot of those stories which i think we're both hoping for won't just be about you know our pain and in relation to racism or struggle even though those stories are very important to tell we have so and john and i have a few ideas of a few stories we want to tell um <laughs> so cheers to you we thank cheers. you we salute you we see you congrats congrats
0: thanks for joining us for episode four of black on the scene our love letter to black entertainment
1: It was so fun to talk nominees and speculate on the winners. But of course, by now, we all know who won. But you haven't heard our recap and reactions. But you can in the next episode. We're going to get into the winners, the snubs, the surprises, and everything else in between.
0: Dee Dee, it was such a beautiful night. I loved it so much.
1: John John, you know how I felt about those amazing speeches. And you know I loved the
0: fashions. Yes, yes, and yes. So you guys, you definitely don't want to miss out on the next episode of Black on the Scene.